right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. David Coker, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., marketing specialist, a media specialist, all-around good guy, hanging out with my partner, Mr. Leonard Young. What's going on, Leonard? Dave, everything is good. What about yourself? All right, all right. I, I was good today. Uh, went to work in snow flurries. Um, I know, but, that, uh, Dave, okay. that weather crazy. Yeah. I know it was. I mean, it was like came out of nowhere too. I was like, okay, all right. So we got snow flurries, and then by the time I got to my desk, and about fifteen twenty minutes later, it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you know, so uh, yeah. And it's a little chilly out today, but um, I guess they. I guess that was the winter's way of letting us know, hey, I'm still here. I ain't going nowhere yet. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was talking to someone this morning, and they said, you know, it snowed more. And then I just realized, Dave, you made me forget my intro. Um, it snowed more. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, l- luckily we have all the faithful. That's Leonard Young, so y'all. They, they already case, know it. That's Leonard, that's, that's Leonard Young, by the way. Okay, go ahead. But somebody was saying it snowed <laughs> more in the last week than it has all year, which is just crazy. Like today, and I think maybe last week there were some flurries. Yeah, and, somebody mentioned there was flurries. I didn't see I didn't see the snow last week, but I heard that that it did snow. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it it, it definitely did. So, huh? This weather is just kind of weird. You remember last week we were talking about oh, you know, spring got to come early, and now it's like yeah, okay. I know. The what, winter's the trying to make that winter's trying to make that little little. Uh, okay, I'm not done yet. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm just going to I'm right. going to hit a few people on on the way out. You know, so yeah, so. I don't care what the groundhog says, so that's what happened. So, but anyway, did you have a good weekend? Yeah, Dave, I, I, I had a great weekend. Went to an Oscars party. Um, mm-hmm. I did some painting, spackling, and sanding at a house, mm-hmm. and I think that was about it. But yeah, I mean, b- busy but good. What about yourself? Uh, everything is everything was good this weekend. I mean, I'm. I mean, I didn't do anything like you did, but uh, and uh, all I, I did work Saturday, and then uh, I didn't go to an Oscars party because I wasn't invited. But I went to. Uh, I you did were invited. I asked you about going. You, you said you had better things to do. No, 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 no. I sat there and watched it on TV, like most people. You know, I actually paid attention to the Oscar. I know none of y'all were paying attention to the Oscar uh, stuff. Yeah, not, not much. So, <laughs> well well i tell you it's funny that uh we're talking about the oscars matter of fact you know actually that's going to be our leading for the day as far as our our show is concerned so i guess since we already started talking about it let's let's, let's go ahead into the show and and uh we'll do some oscar talk right right about now okay so uh, what I wanted to to talk about as far as the Oscars, well, f- uh, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with since you were partying, I know you didn't really pay attention to this, but of course, all the big buzz for especially for us that are people of color was around like the one real big hope of taking a trophy home that particular night which was Angela Bassett for Wakanda forever. Right. And because, you know, actually I think it was only two actors, if I'm not mistaken, that was nominated for that, uh, that were black that were nominated for awards, um, for acting awards. Um, and then, um, then we had, um, person who was nominated for costume design, you know, so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like last year's Oscar where we had oh, a lot no. of black, yeah. you know, you know, hosting and, 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 uh, and a lot of action going on, you know, <laughs> so, right. you know, so, um, so when they, when the award was given for best supporting actress and it was a uh, pretty loaded category, you know, but 
Remember last week I was talking to you about the whole, you know, uh, uh, leading into the Oscar weekend. We talked about it on Friday briefly. I was saying how there had been a swing in momentum towards Jamie Lee Curtis winning mm-hmm. this particular award. Um, and that's who they were predicting to win it. Now, keep in mind, Angela Bassett had won all of the awards um, leading up to this, um, you know, um, except that the last couple of award shows, like the Screen Actors Guild, the SAG Awards, and one of the other award, big award shows, Jamie Lee Curtis started winning that award, and Angela wasn't winning. Like Angela won the Golden Globe, she won a couple other awards. So when they, when people started talking about that, I was like, okay, here goes the Oscars being sentimental again and being, you know what again, you know. So what? So what? Your favorite thing to say, Oscars? So what? Oh, so white. There you go. All right. Yes. So, well, Dave, um, it, it's not only my favorite thing. It's uh, a lot of people's. <laughs> You know, it, it, it was definitely a trending hashtag. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. And, and it's always been. And, of course, it happened again that particular night that um, – and Jamie Lee Curtis did win the award. Everybody stood up and gave her a standing ovation. Now, I will say, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis has had a very long career. Um, and of course we've known her as the screen, the screen queen for years, you know, and because of all the genre, you know, the scary pictures and stuff that she's done. And she has been around a long time and so forth, going back to trading day, uh, trading places, no trading, trading places, right? Uh, with Eddie Murphy, um, and, and so forth. But, and she, and, and the movie she was in, cause, the movie she was in, man, they that movie won basically seven out of the eleven awards that it was nominated for. So yeah, was that the um, everyone everywhere? Every, yeah, I got it. Have you seen it? Nope. In fact, I had never heard of. It. Yeah, well, the only, I only started hearing of it during the award season when right. I started tuning in. You know, you started seeing all these people. Michelle Yeoh, who I do like because I've seen her. You know, I'm a, you know, I watch a lot of the karate movies and you know that type of stuff. And she's always been a great actress. And of course she, she knows her stuff, you know, when it comes to the karate stuff and all that stuff, Kung Fu and all that. But I I do plan to see the movie now that it's got all of this attention all of a sudden. But, um, but when um, Jamie Lee Curtis won the award, everybody stood up, Angela Bassett and her husband did not. <laughs> Angela Bassett had she had the screw face on, man. Wow. It's all over the internet. If you go if you search her look on the internet, you see it on her face. She was not ha- happy with what that decision was. And I don't know if it was personal. Um or was it you know, basically what we all know is how they always do that with the award. You know the last time a woman of color won? Halle Berry. Yep. And and you know how long ago that was, right? That was, was it like you know, that the nineties? Like nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a long time. So, um and there's only been two black females to ever win an Oscar. You know who the first one was? Let's see, let's test Leonard right here. Hattie McDaniel. There you go. All right. Let, oh, look at that coming through. Dave, the you know, we, we, three pointer, three pointer for the win right there. Okay. I All mean, right. you know, news and trends with, with Lynn and Lynn. Come on now. <laughs> Lynn for the but, win. Yeah, there you go. Lynn for the win there. But yeah. And Dave, uh, so, just, just in case our audience knows, she was not allowed to accept her um, award on stage. Yeah, she she, she got not. it backstage. That is right. Yep. Because we were not allowed to be out there like that. You know, so. Um, so are you telling me all these years there's only been two, two, um, performances that have been worthy of getting awards in all of these years? Right. Okay. But you, you know, they all, all we have to do is look at the makeup of the judges. 
I mean, um, and I don't know what the makeup of the judges is, but I'm going to assume that just like Oscar is so white, Judge is so white too. That, in fact, oh, yeah. um, while Definitely. you're talking, I'm going to see if I can um, see if they have like pictures of the judges. Okay. All right. Well, it, it was interesting because, you know, when you saw Angela, uh, Angela Bassett's um, reaction, it was, it was like, you know, she just refused. It was almost like the Rosa Parks boycott. You know, she just refused to get up and clap, you know. And, of course, you know, of course, Twitter and the Internet has been, of course, all over her about the whole thing, you know. Um, but it really, really said a lot as far as how she reacted because it, it didn't make any sense that, you know, and, of course, you know, and I think she, she I, I think I read something that part of it was a protest, too, to her, um, to like uh, what you call him, um, the uh, Dead Waller. Um, what's her first name? Um, Dead Waller from Till, oh, um, okay. the actress. Yeah, mm-hmm. her and um, and of course Viola Davis not being nominated for the two strong performances that they gave for best actresses, um, best actress for the best actress award. So. Um, it's just really interesting that Oscars will continue to do this. Now, Michelle Yeoh ended up winning the Best Actress Award, which she gets thrown into the mix as being a non-white person to win an award. So she became the third person to win um, that was not considered to be white. Um, and the first Asian to win the award you know Mm -hmm. um and then her then you had um the the young man from well the um asian guy from the movie who also won best supporting actor so they took home best actress best supporting actor and best supporting actress for that movie so so can i say something um conspiracy theory What's that? So, you know, in 2022, Janet Yang was elected president of the Academy Awards. Uh, okay. And this year, um, Michelle Yao won for what um, um, category? She won Best Actress. And um, the guy from Goonies or... Uh, Indiana Jones won what category? Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, he won Best Supporting Actor. So I wonder if there's anything there that, I mean, of course, the, the current president is of Asian descent, and this and, was probably and, the oh, best. Don't forget about Best Movie. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Can't forget that either. Yeah. And so... the director, the director, and look, they won Best Director. They won Best Film. They won all the major categories. Right. So I wonder if, I mean, conspiracy theory, but I, I just want to make, make no, note of that. Well, that is interesting that you bring that up. I wonder if anybody else has noticed that. You know, well, I mean, if, if anyone's listening to Dave, news and trend with Dave and Lynn, you know, they, they heard it first here. <laughs> yeah. And well, I, I will say it was, it was, uh, it was interesting, the whole, the whole dynamic of everything. And now that you add that particular part to it, that's very interesting as well. Um, we did have one black person to win an award that night. Um, and there was the, uh, there was only one other person nominated. The, the guy from, um, the movie was called Carlton. I can't think of his name at the moment. That's a shame. I should have I should have pulled it up. But um, um, but um, he was also in that movie uh, with Brad Pitt on the train. It, uh, what was the name of that movie? Uh, yeah, know you know the movie on Bulletproof or Bullets? Yeah, that movie. That yeah that that train. Um, but he he um, he he ended up losing in this category. But we did have Ruth Carter. His name was Brian Tyree Henry, and the movie okay. was Causeway. Best Supporting Causeway. Actor. Causeway, yeah, Best Supporting Actor. Okay, 
Yeah. So he was the only other actor nominated, black actor nominated. That yeah, that, that's crazy. Yeah. And considering all that we had last year that was nominated, you know, yeah. Uh, I guess they didn't want anybody fighting in there again um, uh-huh. during the award. I mean, well, maybe that's what uh, I don't know. But we did have one person to win, uh, a black person to win, and that was Ruth E. Carter. She becomes the first black woman to win two Oscars. Now, ironically, <laughs> it's in a non-acting category. So they said they'll let us win in non-acting categories, mm-hmm. but they're not going to let us win in the acting co- categories because that takes away from the uh, other other actors. I'm going to put it that way. So um, and actresses, uh, when you look at it, when you look at it in a certain way, because a lot of these, I don't know if you paid attention, a lot of these um, actors uh actresses are getting younger and younger you're like a lot of them you don't even know anymore because you don't recognize the names anymore because yeah and these people are coming out on their first try and winning exactly. and winning oscars you know when you got a person like angela bassett who's been out there for four or five decades now um who can't sniff who can't sniff the award you know so, so they had another conspiracy just, theory too, and it was kind of in reference to Beyonce, but I'll compare Angela Bassett. Do people think that, okay, Angela Bassett, she's won enough awards, let's try to award somebody new. And I heard that but specifically. She's never, regarding... won, she's never won a big award like this though. She's, she's won Emmys and she's mm-hmm. won, she's won um, those type of award, Golden Globes. Yeah, I mean, and, fact, and I mean the golden... but, but those, those those are big awards. But you know, yeah, they are. Do, do, do people have the perception of, you know, she wins? So, I mean, it may not be this particular one, but she wins so many. Let's give this to like a, a new up and comer. You know, kind of like Beyonce. Like Beyonce won probably all the awards, but I did hear people talk about um, there was a conspiracy theory that people, you know, they want, you know. If Beyonce comes every year, she got to win all the awards every year. Like they want to be able to give them, they want to be able to space things out too. And I wonder if Angela Bassett winning the award earlier this year had any effect on maybe that, oh, well, you know, she got something. Let's spread this around. Well, I'll say this considering that she has not been nominated for an Oscar since her Tina Turner movie. Because that was the last time she was nominated for an Oscar. And we know mm-hmm. Angela's had a lot of great performances over the years. Right. But she hadn't been nominated for an Oscar since Tina Turner, which she should have won that year. Because, I mean, she was Tina Turner. I mean, she turned herself into Tina Turner. Um, she should have won that year. Now, of course, some of the, the, you know, when you come to the Emmys and, you know, she's won Emmys and she's won Golden Globes and so forth. But, you know, when you get to this level, and you putting in, you know, when you putting in performances like this, um, I don't know. And, you know, because, you know, it, it, it does look kind of, it does look kind of shady. It does look kind of rough that, you know, maybe she'll never be, you know, recognized. And then, of course, now to have this thing happen with her not standing and the look that she gave or oh, whatever. Yeah. You know, you know, now that could be a, a double negative for her now. Yeah. You know, she may not get nominated again, right. you know. Um, and of course, the Oscars are going to have to do something about this year. So I'm sure next year they're going to try to be more inclusive with um, minority um, actors and films and so forth next year. Right. So, so, but let me just say this uh, about Ruth Carter real quick. So, like I said, Ruth Carter becomes the first black woman to win two Oscars. Um, she is the costume designer behind, um, responsible for the both Black Panther and Wakanda Forever. She also won for Black Panther too, which made her the first Black woman, the uh, costume designer, to ever win the award. Um, you know, um, she. It was kind of a crazy week for her because she accepted the awards in her speech. She said that. Um, you know, that she hopes that um, Chadwin Boseman um, is looking after her mother because her mother passed in the past week. 
Her mother oh, wow. was 101 years old. Her mother, her mother was 101. So, um, but this woman has had quite a career, um, you know, and I didn't know this about her. She, Carter has been behind the scenes of some of Hollywood's biggest films. He received Oscar nominated, n- nominations for her work in Spike Lee's Malcolm X, Steven Spielberg's uh, Amistad, um, Lee Daniels' The Butler, Ava DuVernay's Selma, and the reboot of Roots. Um, she created uh, costumes for Oprah Winfrey, Denzel um, Washington, Eddie Murphy, and even Jerry Seinfeld um, in um, the Seinfeld show. So this woman has some, you know, she got yeah, some she definitely has a brother. Yeah, and yeah. not to mention she is a HBCU graduate, Hampton University. So oh, she went to for, Hampton. Oh, yep. So yeah. all the Hampton people. Oh, okay. Can, can, yeah. can rejoice. So, so I do remember watching her because um, when I was at the Oscars party, there were two ladies, my wife and another lady, who both, they both went to Hampton and they both shouting out Hampton University <laughs> pirates. Okay. All and right. they, I would like to say she had an amazing speech too. Um, she just talked about the superhero that is the black woman. And she, yeah. I, I like how she did. She thanked the Oscars for honoring the superhero that is the black woman. Yep. Yep. That's great, right. great speech. She, she did. She did. And she, uh, dad, you know, and you, you know, she talked about how also backstage she did, she was talking about, uh, how they wanted to transform, um, you know, the mother, um, uh, um, Angela Bass's character, Queen, uh, Queen Ramonda from just being the mother of the king. And the Black Panther, she wanted to transform her for the second film um, to be to make her look like the ruler and and the, you know and everything to be the you know well to be you know top top dog like she was man you know I mean because you know the look you can see the difference in the look from the first film to this film and when she had them braids in her hair mm-hmm. the gray braids. You know, that just said royalty all the way. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but um, congratulations to her. And I just wanted to make sure I gave a shout out and gave us uh, a shout out as far as, I mean, even though it wasn't much of us to shout about in this particular Oscars, um, for those that, you know, I mean, you know, of course, Angela went through what she had to go through. But did you see Angela's dress? Beautiful. Stunning. Oh my God. You know her and and you saw Holly Berry, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> Everybody they you know, they were named best dressed women um at the Oscars and Holly Berry. When Holly Berry worked walked on stage to give the award, did you hear all the people? Oh no, y'all were probably no, I didn't. Oh you you heard you heard ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that girl came out there with giving all that thigh and everything, man. I was like, Holly still got it though, man. Yeah. That dress was sharp, though. It was yeah, sharp. it was very elegant. It was sharp, yeah. And well, both dresses were sharp. So, but anyway, that's my that's my Oscar thing. So, but um, you know, I'm sure everybody got their opinions of the Oscar. I've I've talked to a couple people who who listened to the show, and they all had opinions about the Oscar. So, of course, everybody's pissed, of course, about the representation of us. But that's a whole right. other story. So, but anyway, well, what are you going to say? I was going to say the BET Awards is coming up in June. <laughs> you wrong for that. <laughs> so, well, you know, the Image Awards are already passed. So, you know, mm-hmm. so, but anyway. All right. So we're going to move on to our next story. Uh, I thought this was an interesting story that I found. Um, and, um, and actually, when I think about it, I can see how, true this is you know because um yeah there's it, it actually rings true nowadays because women have taken charge of a lot of things nowadays so but this story is about single women who own more homes than single men so this this story talks about there are three states where more single women are buying up homes and this is according to Linden Tree. Um, and this is uh, based on the Bureau of Labor, Labor Statistics. Um, 
and they said, uh, and this is uh, data that finds single women, women who live by themselves, are more likely than single men who live by themselves to buy to own a home in 48 out of 50 states. <laughs> That's interesting, right? Yeah, um, interesting, uh, but not not surprising. Not surprising, right? Um, in the article, um, the author notes that single women own about 2.64 million more homes than single men in the United States. 2.64 million more. Also, Louisiana has the highest share of homes owned by single women. While men typically earn more than women, single women prioritize and oftentimes make sacrifices to become homeowners more so than single men. And then Linda Tree has picked out their top three states with the highest percentage of single women who own homes. Number one was Louisiana. In Louisiana, 15.16% of the homes are owned and occupied by single women. The typical value of the homes in Louisiana is $186,000, um, well, basically $187,000, and that's according to Zillow. And property value has increased by 2.3% over the past year there in Louisiana. Any comment on that? No, I mean, they, you know, kind of like you said at the beginning, I'm not surprised. Um, you know, we already hear about women uh, getting college degrees at a higher rate than men, specifically black men. We hear about women's earnings going up higher or at a higher rate. And, you know, a lot of women being the uh, breadwinners. Of course, we hear about all the women entrepreneurs out there who are out there killing it. So, the fact that they're buying houses, to be honest, did not surprise me. And um, I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that trend is going to slow down anytime soon. No, no, not hardly. Not hardly. Um, the other two states, one of your favorite states, Alabama, just under 15 percent of, of homes are owned by single women in Alabama. Zillow states that the average home value in Alabama is two hundred and seven thousand dollars the alabama real estate market is booming and homes have gone up an average of eight percent over the last year so that's in one of your favorite places the the other place is uh south carolina now i have heard this about south carolina because a lot of people have you know moved and it's cheap down there for the homes down there um in south carolina 14.8 uh, 84% of the homes are owned and occupied by single women. The average home value in South Carolina is 269000 Says says other another prosperous market, South Carolina homes have seen a nearly 13% value increase in the last year. That's a big jump right there. Um, states that the largest home share of single men household homeowners Huh, number one, North Dakota. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, owners occupy, uh, owner occupied households, that's 204,000. Household owned and occupied by single men, 12.70%. Households owned and occupied by single women in North Dakota is 11.8%. Gender gap between single homeowners is 1.62%. Number two was Wyoming. Eh, I guess I can see these two states. And yeah. Um, yeah, I almost feel like those Midwestern states are probably, and I, I just always think of ranchers, cowboys, yeah, mountain yeah, men. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that makes a lot of sense because the three states are North Dakota, Wyoming, and South Dakota. Yeah. And I was going to say, we're probably completely wrong because we ain't never been there. Just like people always say, oh, Del- <laughs> just like people like Delaware don't have no black people. And we're like, huh? Okay. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's just interesting when you see the statistics and so forth. But I mean, when you look at the, the men's statistics, though, and you look at North Dakota and Wyoming, I could see why they would they would be in those states, because those are probably, like you said, you know, farmers, cowboys, 
you know, people, I mean, ranchers and stuff like that, you know, those <laughs> are the people that you're probably going to see in those kind of places, you know. Right. You ain't going to see, you ain't going to see Leonard Young or David Coker in those places, nah. but, you know, <laughs> you know, so, but it is interesting because it is true that the women, though, they're out here doing their thing right now. And, you know, um, a lot of, like even in, with my job, I deal with a lot of women who actually own their own home, and some of them are mothers. But then, like mm-hmm. two days ago, I dealt with a, a young lady um, who who just bought a home um, in Newark here, and she said, and this girl was like twenty three, twenty four years old, and she said one day uh, she was sitting there talking to her parents, and she said, "I want to buy a house." This was like. 20 she was 20 years old when she said it and the parents you know she said how do i go about it and the parents kind of told her what she needed to do you know how she had to you know you know make sure her credit was good and that she was building she hadn't even had a credit card at that time letter and she went out and got a couple credit cards and she um, bought the house on credit she she her credit score was like 800 when she bought the house she told me wow yeah. So, and of course, you know, they see that they ain't gonna turn her down. Long she has the money, and she works for a bank, so she's making decent yeah. money. And so she she went out and bought she her first house, three hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so she was there balling. Well, and you know, that's not well right now. Those are starter. Those are starter numbers right now mm-hmm. in this market. But you know, but you know, she her parents couldn't believe it when she she said their parents couldn't believe it when she bought the house. You know, so you know. But that's what people, you know, you know, but women had that type of drive to do that kind of yeah. stuff, too. They, they're, you know, they're built differently. I will say that they are. They're more thinkers and doers than most men are. And so if they say that they're going to go out and buy a house, that's what they're going to do. So. <laughs> and and they, 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 especially if somebody tell them they can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's a whole nother story right there. <laughs> They'll probably buy three houses just to prove they were wrong. <laughs> right. So, but, uh, but I just wanted, I thought that was an interesting article. I just wanted to put it out there. So, you know, kudos to the women that's out there doing their thing. Okay. So I just wanted to put that out there. So, all right, we're going to move on to our next story. What's, what's that all about, Leonard? Yeah, Dave. So th- this is a, a, a f- an interesting story that happened right here in the home state of Delaware, but it made national attention. And so... The article says a man man loses his $125,000 property in Delaware Beach community after neighbor claims squatters rights. And so they, you know, a lot of time when I think about squatter rights, I think of, you know, you have an empty house that, you know, maybe somebody moved out of. And before you can get it rented again, you know, somebody moves in and takes up living there and then you have a hard time getting them out. So this case is a little bit different because what happened with this case is there's a guy and he is mostly living in the Atlanta area and he owns a couple of acres of land here in Delaware, um, right around the beach area. So, you know, it's, it's worth a little bit of money. And he, he decides that he wants to sell his land. So when he comes up and takes a look at it, they come out and do a survey and like mark the, um, you know, mark the property lines. There's a lady, two ladies who have um, items encroaching on his property. One has some type of fence that she has some livestock that was encroaching on the property. The other person had a goat pen, right? So he asked the one lady who was encroaching. She said, yes, I'll go ahead and move. He asked the lady with the goat pen and she said that she was not going to move. So he took her to court, um, claimed that was his property. Her defense was that she had squatters rights and squatters rights is basically if somebody is on your property for a long enough amount of time, you can't kick, you know, you, you can't kick them out or it's not easy to kick them out. Right. So the judge who was going over this case, there was apparently a law in Delaware that if you're squatting on a property for 20 years or more, you gain possession of that property. 
So long story short, the judge ruled in favor of the squatter saying that that goat pen had been on the property for 20 plus years and the owner of the property did not even live in the state and hardly came back to check on. You know, he was probably paying the taxes, maybe making sure it got cut if it needed to get cut, but he wasn't actually hands on or, you know, um, you know, directly on it very often at all. So, you know, just so interesting. So the judge gave her the property. Um, he said that he did not have the money to appeal it. So that property is going to go to her, $125,000 worth of land, however many acres that is, is now her property because that goat pen had been on the property 20 plus years. But how did they prove that the goat pen was there for 20 plus years? I don't know. But, you know, apparently she proved it and um, they they gave her the property. Uh, so the, maybe the maybe the person that had the that the other person probably was somebody that vouched for her. And- yeah. So apparently, and and maybe a little bit of a backstory, her mother had owned that goat pen before she did. Her mother died and kind of gave that land and the goat pen to her. Probably not realizing the goat pen was over on the property. So I think they proved that the goat pen was there when the mother was still alive. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. And, yeah, but, and the guy couldn't do anything about it, huh? So, I mean, he could technically appeal, but according to the article, it says he did not have the money to appeal that. So she gets that $125,000 worth of property, land. Yeah, isn't now, that crazy? How old, how, old of, how old of a person is she? Um, it did not say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean to be honest, this, this sounds like something that would happen to black people, but these, these were two yeah. white people was happening to. Wow, wow, okay. So, and did she have a house on this land as well? Yeah, so there was a house there, but the specifically the goat pen was what kind of went over on the other property was on the other property. So she gave those so where, where the, so she had the area that her house was on and then she inherited mm-hmm. that other. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, well no, no. Ooh, I she, would be, I, yeah. She, and uh, she inherited the house and the land. The goat pen was already there. So she inherited it all. So she, to be right, honest, she, she probably didn't yeah. know she was encroaching either. Yeah, I'm sure. Because, you know, when you're doing things with these property lines and so forth, you know, I mean, you'd be saying to yourself, it's just like uh, my neighbor next door, the way that, you know, we have the driveways that you pull up to in front of the house, you know, mm-hmm. on our street. And so my neighbor and, you know, we always go by there's a pole there, you know, drain pipe pole. And, you know, always try to tell my neighbor. Stop pulling up, you know, because he comes across the pole, which means he's on my side now, you know? And I'll be like, you're not giving me enough room to pull up, you know, because you're always encroaching on my side of the property, you know? And so you, when you think about that, you know, if he's a couple of inches all over, man, I could squat and take his car, <laughs> Well, no, no, no. You, know? you, you would have to be a couple inches over on him. No, no, I'm talking about him. I'm going to take his car because he's on my side. <laughs> no, he's on you, my side. You, well, you I'm wouldn't be gonna, able to take. No, no you, you would have to be on his side to take. So if I pull, if I pull on his side, he probably have my car too, and then have know, right? and everything. You know how that goes, right? So, you know, so. Uh, but anyway. But that's that, that's interesting, and that's the world we're in nowadays. That's just tells you how twisted things are these days, right? Right. That something like that could happen. So, um, just make sure you keep checking your your thirty acres that you live on, and make sure that nobody's parked out there. I mean, that nobody has a, a go pen or anything on your acreage. Okay. Right. Exactly. 
We will check. Notice he didn't. He didn't deny that, folks. By the way, you know. You know. Well, I mean, that, right? l- so. you know, luckily there's no go pins, but we never got a survey done. So, um, oh, you didn't? No, I mean, we kind of know where our property is, but we didn't get no exact. I mean, you know, there's some fences of other people who back back up to ours, but I mean, we'll you know we'll we'll worry about that when we need to. We'll yeah. see. Uh, well, yeah, you got 30 acres, so you can see that. So, all right, um, moving on. Uh, notice he never denied the 30 acres, folks. So this late well, well, they, well, <laughs> just, just for our listening audience, you know, sometimes they talk a lot. You know, I just I just let them talk. I just let them talk. Uh, anyway, anyway, I'm, I'm going to keep it moving. So, our favorite uh, bishop is back, letter. Who's that, Bishop T.D. Jakes? Who? No, not that one, not that one, not that one. You know, that we can't talk about T.D. You know, people jump on us for that, you know. So, but um, uh, our Blink, remember the Blink Bishop uh, Lamar Whitehead? I do. Remember we talked, yeah, we talked about him on a couple different occasions, haven't we? Yeah, yeah robbed so, in church. Yeah. On live you know stream. They, you, you know, they said that he uh, stayed, you know, they said that yeah. he probably stayed. I'm sure. You know, so, I mean, it, it yeah. got him a lot of publicity. Then uh, apparently, you know, there was some kind of fraud, of, uh, you know, that he had done before. Now he has a new thing that he's doing. <laughs> you know, this guy, this guy is too funny to me. Um, uh, Bishop Whitehead allegedly forged documents for a $1.3 million mansion with $10 in his bank account. <laughs> This guy, man. Yeah. You know. So it so sounds like he was squatting. Yeah, I know. How about that? Yeah. In, in a go pen. Um, Blink Bishop. The fact that they call him Blink Bishop, that, that's too funny right. to me, too. You know, Blink Bishop Lamar uh, Whitehead is facing new fraud charges for allegedly forging documents to buy his $1.3 million mansion with $10 in this account. Jesus, take the will of the Rolls Royce, everybody saying, you know, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the pastor who went viral for a Sunday uh, service robbery that many speculated was staged is accused of scamming again. The New York Post uh, reports that Whitehead told a, a, a bank his business had two million in its in its coffers, coffers when it had less than ten dollars. Um, it said Bishop Whitehead allegedly forged documents to apply for a $250,000 um, business loan before the $1.3 million home. Um, federal st- um, prosecutors claim Whitehead submitted fake bank documents online to apply for the $250,000 loan for his company anointing, ma- anointing management services in 2018. He didn't get the loan. The prosecutor said he tried to scam again um, from his frequent uh, flexing online. It's hard to miss a six bedroom, seven bathroom, um, Paramus, um, New Jersey mansion. And Whitehead allegedly used the same fake paperwork to apply for a $1.3 million mortgage to buy it. According to the indictment, he submitted Paperwork entirely fabricating a bank account that did not exist. White also allegedly sent the bank statements of an account with more than two million, when in in fact during that time uh, period of time had an ending balance of less than ten dollars. This dude, man. First of all, how's he? I I don't know. Why isn't this dude in jail? Yeah, right. Isn't that um? A federal offense like lying for yeah. mortgages and yeah, he also was. Uh, there's been a couple PPP loan loans that he was accused of, you know, of getting to that that were fraud. Um, but he's he, you know, this is him speaking out. Bishop Whitehead speaks out, calling the charges a political attack. Um, he should be joining the My Pillow guy. Um, two days after the indictment, Bishop Whitehead appeared on way up with Angela Yee to set the record straight. Although he couldn't comment on the details of the ongoing case, he wanted to clear up what he explained away as 
a series of unfortunate events. He said, this is an attack on a black man. This is more a political attack, he explained on the podcast. You guys are going to see as things progress that I'm collateral damage. We talk about how the police kill black men, but we don't talk about how court um, documents and court paperwork um, and prosecution kill black men. They not they not only destroy us financially, but they also kill our credibility. And this is what you're going to see happening to me right now, the bishop said. I became not a human being. I became content. This guy, I, does he still have a congregation? Yeah, no, I was just thinking that he he should respect, respectfully just bow out. Yeah. And, you know, anytime you see this guy, he's all Gucci'd up and he's got all this, you know, he's got all this bling on. Um, apparently, you know, he stole, you know, previous accusations that he stole $90,000 from an elderly, elderly parishioner, um, parishioner who and said the accuser was never one of his parishioners and her son really took her his money. This guy got answers for everything. Right. He's never guilty of anything. And... I just don't understand how he – I'm surprised nobody is actually threatening to kill him or anything like that. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they. that's what's – you know, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Uh, they said that, uh, you know, he – he you know, he's always uh, maintained that he's an innocent bystander and all the stuff that he did. What was the other thing that uh, when we covered, uh, when he uh, stopped the choir from singing that time, remember that? It told no, him no, to no, 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 that was somebody else. Oh, that was a different guy. That was yeah, a different that was guy. Different. Uh, yeah, that's right. That, But that, that was right after something that this guy did, right? That was, yeah, because he did something <laughs> prior to that. Yeah. So... I don't, I don't understand. This is, you know, is for those pastors and everybody that are out there preaching the word for real, you know, and trying to do good and doing the good work of the Lord. It's, you know, a guy like this really gives you a bad name, you know, and that's why people don't, that's why people don't have faith in church anymore. They really don't. A lot of people definitely do not have faith in church anymore. Uh, um, or and a lot of people. That's why you have a lot of these made up religions, and that's why something like um, Waco can happen. Um, Johanna uh, Jones Jonestown can happen. It's because people put their faith in people like this, you know. So, um, but uh, and it's a shame because he looks like a con man and. <laughs> it's the same. That's what he looks like, you know. Yeah, he does. Really, yeah. So, but I just, I just wanted to bring it up, and that, and hopefully they do something about that guy because something's going to happen where we might, the next time we read about him, we might be reading about somebody got to him. You know what I mean? So, either the police or somebody else. Yeah, no, definitely. Or, or he's just be in jail. It was kind of like yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, you you can only scam so many people before it catches up to you. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, all right, I'm not enough about him. Uh, all right, well, go ahead. Yep. I'm gonna say our next story, and this was interesting. I saw this on Twitter, and I was kind of curious for the comments and the reactions regarding it. And to be honest, what I got was exactly what I thought I would get. So, Dave, I'm going to ask you, um, can I put you on the hot seat? Go ahead, man. I ain't scared. What is something that you have never received from a woman that you would like to? Told you it was a hot seat. You ain't scared. Go ahead. That I've never received from a woman that I would like to. Hmm. 
You know, that's a good question. Um, I still believe in um, unconditional love. And I would love to be able to have that from a woman where I would never, ever feel that she didn't have faith in me, question me, or want to be with me. Damn, I almost feel like I need to be snapping right now, Dave. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. But that's, that, that, yeah, because that's, that's the ultimate right there, man. Yeah, gotcha. definitely. So um, the reason I asked you that, because that was a question that was posed on Twitter. And, you know, your your response was kind of right along with a lot of responses. So I just want to read through these responses and then we can just kind of discuss it briefly. OK, so the first one says. Hey, thank you. You know, I guess, you know, not used to hearing thank you. Another person mm-hmm. says a safe and judgment free space available when needed, not just when she allows. Another person says reassurance that I'm not just an asset to a better life, but that you also have my back. Another one, and this was kind of funny, a straight answer on what she wanted for dinner. Um, I, I can I can second that one. Yeah, okay. Um, another person said, all I wanted was for my feelings to matter just as much as hers. Um, another person says, an apology. Um, another person said, with a safe space with no judgment, not later used against me. Mm. Um, I also see, uh, and, and Dave, you, you probably read this before we got on. This one says, unconditional love and acceptance. For my feelings to actually mean something, a safe space to feel wanted for more than I can do. I'm sorry, for more than I can just do for the benefit of the relationship. And um, basically saying they don't want to feel one sided where they only cater to the woman, but the woman doesn't cater to them. Right, right. Another place says a space to be vulnerable and emotional without judgment and later seeing me as a weak man. If I want to come home to you and be consoled when I'm when my mental health is plummeting, I wish to receive that support as well. Um, another person said words of affirmation. Another person said um, accountability on, you know, the 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 woman's side. Another person says consistency, accountability, and listening for understanding. Um, another person said, actually take some birthday pictures of me, not just yourself, when we go to a fly ass restaurant. <laughs> and then the last person says, a nice bitter um, reciprocity, a simple thank you, and doing something just because you felt it was nice. Um, they said, male appreciation is at an all time low. Hey, you know, it's funny. Wow. So, so I was reading through these and, you know, they, I think as men, we can relate to a lot of these because, you know, probably just situations or feelings we've had. But what I thought was interesting was a lot of people were saying the same things. And Dave, you know, I don't remember. And I think we talked about one time on this show, we talked about um, when men go through things like who do they talk to? And and I think I read some Instagram stuff and a lot of men don't have either have like one or two people or nobody to talk to when they go through certain issues. And I thought it was crazy because on the flip side, most females had, you know, many, many more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, listen, so, you know, I I just thought that was kind of odd. But long story short, I just brought this up because um just the commonality with a lot of the responses. What what are your thoughts on that? Well, my thinking is that, you know, men, you know, we've always been confused as being, you know, people that always had it together and, you know, look like that we were on point with things and that, you know, we 
uh, we controlled the situation, we controlled the relationship, you know, and so forth and so forth. And that's not true. And especially nowadays, because we have been men, men have been reprogrammed almost because of the way women are. I just, we just talked about women going out and being the major homeowners in a lot of these states right now, you know, single women, you know, because they don't feel that they necessarily need a man in order to do things that they need to do. So um, when you, when you look at the, the, this question and, and, and you look at the answers that people are giving and yes, there's a lot of like answers there just being said different ways. Um, you know, Nowadays, you know, and I guess you could say it's been flipped a little bit. The script has been flipped a little bit from back in the day. But men do want to have women give them the time of day or listen to them or or, or have some compassion their way and, and be able to have conversation with them. It's funny because you notice in all the answers that you read, you know how many different answers probably would have came up before like hall pass and, and mm-hmm. you know uh yeah you know uh, some other that stuff, stuff that we know would have came up you know so yeah. but that's not what's coming up what's coming up is all emotional stuff right, right. that's what people are yep. talking about yeah you know in emotional ties and being able to have an emotional tie with somebody and um it's it's really it's really interesting that what the answer would be. M- matter of fact, what would be your answer? Matter of fact, let's, so let's I mean, I would probably agree with a lot of them. Accountability, appreciation. Yep. Um, being like an, an emotional support system. So yeah, I mean, I I would agree with those. Yeah. And 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 that's where we are nowadays in these relationships that we're that people are experiencing because you know there's less and less marriage nowadays. Um, people prefer to live together than to have a piece of paper tie them together because they don't believe that they're in it for the long haul because they you know people just don't always feel that the commitment that marriage is supposed to be. Is actually going to be that way in the, for the long for the long haul, you know, because right. um, you know it seems like somebody's got a foot in and got a foot out, right? You know, at the same time. So that's a good question, though, and 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 I'd be interested. You know, most of I will say most of the people that listen to our show are, are females, and so I'm pretty sure they have their own opinions on this question. So I'm hoping that we get a lot of feedback in reference to this and just to see what they feel and how they feel about it. Um, because And what would they want from a man? And I'm sure a lot of that is going to be easily put honesty and, you know, um, commitment, that type of stuff. Right. But it's interesting how the men's stuff, though, is all emotional. Right, basically. right, right. Yeah. That is That tells you it's been flipped. The script has been flipped. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, but that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one there. Okay. All right. So, all right. Um, well, that brings us to Dave's corner. Um, so this week I went with, um, uh, something I thought was pretty, I was watching the TV show the other day and this made me think of the question. So if you had to be stuck, Leonard, in a TV show for a month. So you were a character in this TV show for a month and you were stuck in this TV show. It could be any show that you you want to choose or whatever or ones that you might have watched in the past, whatever. What show do you think you would pick and why? And then what character would you be? Whether it was one of the characters that's in the show already, or would you, or a character that you probably would make up to be a part of the show, if you follow me. All right, so so I have two sets. I have a reality okay. show. Of so, course, yeah. Yeah, if I'm on a reality show for a month, I'm going to say, put me in the Amazing Race. Okay. Okay. If I could right. be on a uh, on a a sitcom TV show, 
I'm going to say, put me on my wife and kids, and I'm going to be Damon Wayans. <laughs> okay. And why? Why? So, you know, I, I think just being a father and seeing, like, how he relates to his kids, and, and that's the one I could relate the most to. You know, I, I, you know, I like to joke around, so, um, and have fun with it. And I feel like his character is um, – well, actually, really, just the whole family dynamic is very funny, and I, I'm, you know, like I, I think that's a a great family show, kind of like similar to the Cosby's, where they, they, you know, they they went through a lot of real life situations, you know, from all aspects. So, um, yep, that that'd be my choice: my wife and kids, and I, I'd be Damon Wayne's. <laughs> what about yeah, yourself? That, that- that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I thought about this long and hard. I had to go back to old school, though. Oh, Jesus. How old? Here we go. Miami Vice, man. All right, Tubbs? <laughs> are you Tubbs yeah. or are you a Don Jones? Yeah, I would, I would have to be Tubbs, man. Because okay. Tubbs, you know, because first of all, it'd be, it would be in Miami, you know, and, and I just thought – the way they, they shot that show and everything just looked so cool, you know, and, and they were just living the life, you know, um, and, and just for the coolness. That's, that's what it was all about, man. Tubbs was, you know, Tubbs was a good looking guy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, him and his partner were both good looking guys and they, they were cops, but they were cool cops and, 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 and you would never know they were cops and they were able to do a lot of things and, you know, it it would just look like a, a fun thing to be, man. So I would I would want to be tub in Miami Vice on Miami Vice. <laughs> you yeah, know? Does, so, does it have does it have anything to do with like all the women they showed at the beginning of the uh all the women uh, in bikinis running around? But not nothing to do with that. Uh, you wanna be more of the crime. No, no, fight, nothing. Right? No, no, no. Okay, no, crime I would fight. Never, I would it would be it would just be for the job, man. Just to be a cop, man, in Miami. Okay. That's all that's Gotcha. You know, I've never been to. I've never been to Miami. You never been to Miami. Never been there. I've been to. I've don't, been to don't, Orlando. Don't go. Don't go. I've been to Orlando. I've been to. It the ain't Keys, the same. But it, what? Hold on, Dave. What? 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 What's that song? It's not Atlanta. Have you heard that song? Yeah. <laughs> so you, you said Orlando, and I'm gonna say it ain't Miami. You guys say yeah, Jacksonville. It ain't Miami. And that's that's why I've never been. That's why I've never been to Miami because I don't mm-hmm. I don't need to go to Miami because I'm probably uh, if I was going to go to Miami, Leonard, I probably would have been there already. That is yeah, true. You know, yeah, yeah, I probably would have been there already. You know, um, I would. I if I was like your age, I would probably put it on my bucket list to go to. But I'm not going to do that these days. No, nah, don't don't go. Yeah, you're we, gonna have me go down there and have a heart attack down there in Miami. I'm not doing it. So you know. So, yeah, yeah, you yeah. right. There's a lot of crime down there. Yeah, yeah there's there's a lot of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that that ain't all that's down there. So you know, that's just like Atlanta. You know, these days, you know, look, Atlanta. The telling point is Magic City. That's you you know that that. Atlanta selling boy, you know. Oh, we got Magic City here. That's all you mm-hmm. gotta that's all you gotta know. And um the lemon pepper wings. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so world famous lemon pepper wings right. on top of that. So, you know. So I like a good lemon pepper wing. That's why I don't go to Atlanta. Yeah, that that's why you'll be a kegler, so and now, now they got some good lemon pepper. I, wings, I, I know, I know, cause it's... Yeah, I know, yeah, they got some good lemon pepper. So but um but that was that was my uh, Dave's corner for the day. I just realized I put Dave Coker. I didn't put Dave's corner there. Anyway, um, um, but um, you guys have your choices as far as where uh, what show you'd like to be on. Let us know, and um, the character that you would like to play, definitely let us know. We would uh, greatly appreciate reading those things. Uh, don't forget to go to newsandtrends.com to uh, take a look at the t-shirts and hoodies. You probably could have used the hoodie today out there today. Oh, yeah, so yeah, so definitely go on and take a look and you know um support us and um you know those that are listeners. I've had a couple people say they plan on going on to purchase. Oh, I did have a question. Oh my and I'm gonna ask this on well, I'll ask you after we hang up. 
It was about okay. the T-shirts. Um, so I'll let you know. Um, um, and let me see. Anything else that we need to cover? Um, you got anything? Nah, I, I think up? that okay. is right. it. That's it. Um, I, I, okay. I just want to give a shout out to my publicist, Portia Hargrove. I mean, Portia Green. She had a great Oscars party this past week and a lot of fun. And I think Dave, I think we're gonna be teaming up with her um for the next one, which may be in June for the BET Awards. Okay. Who who's so, we? Is that is that new so trend? Yeah, so it's gonna be DelawareBlack.com. Yeah, it's gonna be DelawareBlack.com and 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 news and trends is gonna be a unofficial sponsor. Okay. All right. Because you know, you know, you notice how I get left out of these things. So you know, nah, so. you you didn't let me finish. Okay, all right, uh, all right. So, well, tell Portia that definitely look forward to to hanging out for the BET. And that you know, now now of course we're gonna see some black folk on that one. So <laughs> you wow. know, so, yeah, definitely. Wow. So. Well, you, you know what uh, I wonder? I wonder if um, Byron Allen or Tyler Perry buy it, will it be? black owned by then because you know june is juneteenth month as well so we'll see oh, yeah 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 that's true yeah that might be the target date do it as long as you don't do it during st patty's <laughs> you know <laughs> right matter of fact that's uh what tomorrow or wait no uh thursday right i i have no idea new, oh, no, news, Friday. And, news and it's trends Friday. doesn't news and trends doesn't recognize st patrick's day I know, but you know, we gotta we gotta be political sometimes, Leonard. You know, we gotta we gotta follow the spectrum. You know. All right, we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk off air. Yeah, <laughs> and happy. Uh, it's still um, National Women's Month, right? It's still that. You know, so we still, you know, want to definitely big up to all women. Um, you know, of course, without you guys, we wouldn't be here. So thank you for uh, for being who you are. Okay, and doing what you do. So. All right, I guess that's it. Um, so we will talk to you guys on Friday um, with our um, weekend roundup, and we'll do it all over again. All right? Have a good night, everyone. Tune in next Take week, care. ladies and gentlemen, for another edition of News and Trends with your hosts, Dave and Lynn. <laughs>